Blog Talk Radio. Hello, devoted moms. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? I didn't hear our intro, so sorry for that dumbfounded look I just gave you. <laughs> hey, Regina. Hi, sweetie. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to get used to, um, for all of our devoted moms out there who are listening online, we are actually live. We're doing our show from Google Hangout today. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so we both so we have to get up and get dressed and... Find a place in the house that didn't have toys and things that we didn't want seen. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see how it goes. But this ought to be kind of cool. And Google Hangout is kind of like Skype. Um, So if you haven't heard of it, that's what we're on right now. And we're Regina and I are actually looking at each other. We don't usually get to do that. I know. Even though we both have Skype and we have – I gave out cameras – how many years ago for present? You did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you did. <laughs> in fact, I think I still have one in a box somewhere. But now all of the computers I have have cameras on them, and so do you. Yeah, my new one. I'm so excited. I finally got a new laptop. It was so time. Oh, my awesome. gosh. Awesome. That's, yeah, so it, was, it was time. It was time, yeah. How's your morning been? Pretty good. I'm doing this thing that I have. I've got um, devoted miles. I don't know if anyone's out there that has um, acid reflux. And so I've got like some springtime, pre-spring allergies going on. And then I have some acid reflux stuff going on. So I literally have stuff going like this. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm popping pills and drinking lots of milk and bread and trying to get it back under. So if I go into a coughing frizzy, don't freak out. I'm okay. Um, right. I'll just try to mute it to keep you from, you know, calling the uh, <laughs> calling, calling 911 or something. So uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good since last week. There was yeah. something I meant to mention last week that I completely forgot about. Okay. Um, but moms, remember we talked last week about um, creatively using or finding creative sources of income to supplement um, and help us take care of our families. And one of the things that came to mind the week before um, was Ms. Jackson, Ms. Ruth Jackson, okay. who is a math teacher at, who was my math teacher in high school. Mm-hmm. And Ms. Jackson used to sell Snickers, crackers, all kind of candy um, from her class. And it oh. dawned on me that she was actually – she was a single mom. She had three kids, and she she was actually, you know, an entrepreneur in her own right. She was. Um, yeah. And she kept, you know, we knew if you wanted some candy, Miss Jackson was the place to go. <laughs> and so I think about, like, some of those folks um, who did it, and we just didn't have words for it. Right. Um, my grandmother also had a number of friends who kept veterans, mm-hmm. and so they were um, – the equivalent of a foster family for a vet. And so the vet okay. would stay with them and they would be a part of the family. They would end up being called uncle so-and-so. Um, but they were actually a, a veteran that didn't have a home and a family. And so my grandmother's friends, I like, she had like several friends who did this, um, made a place for them and it was extra income. So it's, it, it's been happening. We just kind of, 
you know, haven't been so sophisticated with it. Um, but I'm sure right. one one woman told another woman, well, you know, if you have an extra bedroom, you could get a veteran in it. That's true. That's true. Getting so, creative. So, yeah, so there's been lots of examples. Um, I don't think there's any new wills being created. I think they're just being um, blinged out or, you know, right. extra spokes being put on mm-hmm. or something like that. But yeah, I thought so about that, and I mentioned it last week, but it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was opportunity. Either We didn't have vending machines, I don't remember. If we did, they weren't um, accessible, not nearly as accessible as Ms. Jackson's class. So, anyway, so how are you and the crew? We are doing very well, actually. We're doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day here in Atlanta, but it's um, so cold. I'm still trying to figure out, like, you know, like what this weather is doing. Because two days, let's see, Monday it was rainy, stormy, yucky, right. tornadoes hit here. And then Tuesday was an absolutely gorgeous day mm-hmm. and I'm like spring is here and then yesterday was a little cool and then today is really really cold so I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on we uh, might actually have um snow flurry and really? yesterday the kids just had on sleeves so it's up right. and down here you know one of the things yeah. I forgot to mention was I did um celebrate the third anniversary of my 28th birthday on Friday <laughs> I like the way you said that. Well, yeah, it was like between 21, 22, someone said 35, which I thought was okay with me. Um, But no, actually 43. And um, just had a phenomenal day, weekend, and it was all unplanned. Um, When people asked me earlier the week, they were like, well, what are you going to do for your birthday? And I said, you know, it's not a real significant one. Um, But to my girls and to my friends and to my family, Um, it was an opportunity. And also, you know, Facebook, it's just incredible how many people took a few minutes just to give a shout out. Um, so that was great. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I ended up just having an awesome weekend and doing something I always wanted to do, which was get up here. No. So devoted moms, if you're watching it, you might see a little bling, just a little bling on my nose. Um, which says, I am finally grown. <laughs> right? Finally? So that's what it is. 43, you're finally grown? Well, you know, I my intention was to do it at 40. Like, I had this list at 40 that I was to turn, you know, this is what I'm going to do because I'm going to feel like I can conquer the world by that time. Right. And I think I was so mixed up in so many other things that um, just, just surviving the world was uh, good enough. So this right. was probably the first birthday that was really, like, I could really – just relax and do what I wanted to do. And so I did it. I did it. It was great. (laughs) It hurt. Oh, it hurt. Did it? Did it? Remember, I used to have my um, belly button pierced. Remember that? That's right. And then you had some issues with it, right? Yeah, I was having issues with it. And then then when I got pregnant with Jordan, I kept it as long as I possibly could before that thing was about to just... (laughs) Load off off my belly like bing. <laughs> I know we should do a a, a show on adornments because you know the devoted moms. It's a little bit of like how do I maintain or keep myself? You right. know I'm a mother. You know I run a business. You know there's all these other roles, but like how do you just kind of do a little something for yourself? And it's funny oh, yeah. because I've seen so many um, women like get a tattoo and you're like what? 
you with a tattoo with nothing mm-hmm. elaborate, but just a little something that says, you know, I still, you know, I'm still kind of swanky. I'm still here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it was, it was funny. But that guy had no mercy. He didn't numb or anything. He just like stuck it in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, luckily, Carlos was there, and I was holding his hand and squeezing it. I felt like I was – I kept reminding myself, I've had babies. This shouldn't hurt that bad. But it did. So I did cheer up a little bit. So anyway, so that's what I've been doing. So we have a guest today. We have a very special guest today. You're right. We do. Um, Her name is Amelia Williamson, and she's the president of the Magic Johnson Foundation. And um, so I'm excited to kind of hear what's been going on with them. I know I went to their, when I was doing some research, I went to their website, and they're launching a new site. It just had their 20th anniversary last year. And so they're going through a lot of, you know, big changes and good changes, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to kind of hear from her on what's happening um, with the foundation and what they've been able to do um, with it lately. And then also excited to hear how d- you devoted moms out there, how we can be a part of it. You know, a lot of times you hear about causes and foundations and you wonder, you know, how can I make a difference? Especially if you don't have a lot of money and you feel like money is not where you can contribute. So I'd love to speak to Amelia on how you can contribute in other ways and what other other opportunities are out there for our listeners to get involved. So um, Devoted Moms, if you'd like to call in and ask some questions um, of Regina and I or Miss um, Amelia when she gets on, you can reach us at 347-215-6138. Again, that's 347 215 Six one three eight, and um, did I get that right? <laughs> I always transpose those numbers. I should be looking at it. I tried to memorize it this time. Um, but yes, you can call in, or you can um, you can subscribe to our page on Facebook, and that is Devoted Moms. All one word, Devoted Moms on Facebook. You'll see uh, Tasha and Regina's picture on there. And um, we would love to just live chat with you on Facebook as well if you have any questions. And they can remain anonymous if you prefer as well. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to her coming on. And I think that will be exciting. Right. I, you know, the other thing, too, is I think that even looking at her career, um, she did some work with Junior Achievement and with yeah. Girl Scouts of America. And so, you know, those are organizations that, you know, really do share values of women um, holding their own power, but also of great um, resources for girls. And right. so, you know, it would be, it's, I'm looking forward to hearing more about kind of how she managed that because she is a mom and she's probably got lots, you know, she's juggling lots of things on her plate. But, right. you know, right. she's clearly doing it well from just the success that um, the Magic Johnson Foundation has had. So, um, hopefully, she will be calling in soon, so we can yeah. with her. Um, and I saw something on their Facebook page about the uh, March 10th about the National Women's um, Women and uh, Girls um, Day, um, AIDS oh, Awareness okay. Day. So I did see something about that on her page. So I'd love to chat with her about that too and see if she knows about the red pumps and yeah, yeah and see what what they did to come in, come, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, celebrate the day. Yeah. Yeah, that's good too. That's it. Too. <laughs> One of those were. I think I would get more points if we were playing like Scramble though. I know. I know. We don't do those games. 
it's okay. That's all right. So listen, um, one of the things that while we're waiting for Amelia to call in, um, I wanted to, you know, it's interesting how, and I don't know if you do this with um, Facebook, but, you know, you get your news feed and you're looking and someone's liked a page and then you're like, oh, let me look at that page further. Right. I came across this, and I think I actually texted you about it, um, this uh, page for this woman who blogs, um, who's a mother and is now divorced, and um, she wrote this letter. She has two sons. And okay. Tasha and I had talked, remember we talked before about the, um, talking about how do we help our sons be responsible and take care of their bodies as well. Right. Um, and take care, and it was in response, the letter was in response to the rape case that ha- that just, um, the prosecution that just happened. Okay. And how kind of media handled it and um, what she was doing in this letter was really reminding her boys that they are helping people. And that's how they've been raised. And so it's not okay um, to stand by. And she really called him to task. Yeah. She called him to task to say, if you see something that is wrong, you are responsible to step in. And she gave them some really good parameters around it. So I'm actually going to reach out to her and see if maybe she will um, maybe join us and talk about just, you know, parenting. I guess I'm a little bit biased because I have two girls. Um, I have awesome, um, you know, boys that I love and I care for, but I don't have any that I birth and that I have responsibility right. for every day. Um, even though I think my nephew thinks I do, but that's okay. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I would agree with you on that. <laughs> so I think that it might be good to do a show that focuses on, you know, kind of the different challenges of the genders. Yeah. Um, that's a good. That's a good one. I think that would be a good one. And even um, I saw a blog after the Trayvon Martin case came out on how to prepare your son for something like that. You know, and right. he was like, I can teach him how to play basketball, and I can do multiplication with him, and I can, you know, teach him from you know going the wrong way and down the wrong path into drugs or you know illegal activity. But how do you comp- how do you prepare your son for the possible just arbitrary attack on him when he's walking from the store getting some candy. And it was a really just powerful blog that just kind of made you think. And so that kind of reminds me of of what she did. She kind of took hold of this situation Mm -hmm. that you would think would be pretty easy to talk to your girls about. You know, the the how do you, uh, you know, maybe make sure you stay around, you know, more than, you know, don't go anywhere by yourself and, you yeah. know, make sure you know where you're hanging out and the people you're going to be with. And so you give them all these kind of tools to try at least to help them not find themselves in that situation. But then, yeah, what do you do with the boys? You know, you teach them, of course, that that behavior is not acceptable, but I like how she took it a step further. It's not about just the behavior of the the boys that were acting. It's the behavior of everybody that was in that room. Right. Yeah, and at what point did, was it okay for for that to happen? And we know the mob mentality. I mean, things like that have happened over the years. And, you know, we've, it's caused. Nothing new. Yeah, it's caused a big kind of gasp, like, oh, my goodness, how could people be watching this and not say something? And then there were other folks who were like, well, you know, she's the one that drank alcohol. And, right. you know, I used to work for um, a, a rape response 
um, it was a crisis mm-hmm. center in Birmingham. And I would go out and I would meet women and men. I actually had um, a male um, survivor who had survived a sexual assault. And often I was the only, often it was not the only time. And right. it was also, I was also the only person that um, they connected with around the the incident. And it was because the fear of judgment. Well, why did you have that on? Why were you there? Yeah. Um, well, what did you say and what did you do? Well, you know, you have a way. And mm-hmm. it was just very, I felt very honored that I could be that one person. But I was told multiple times that when we left the hospital and split, um, sometimes I would be putting them in a cab or something. Mm-hmm. They would say, well, I'm not going to tell anyone. Right. right. Uh, you know, I I had a woman whose cousin, they were at a family reunion and they were all, you know, having a good time. And it was a right. distant cousin. And and he assaulted her. Wow. And she was like her. It would be no way her family would support her. Support her. Right. Yeah. And and I was mm-hmm. I felt so sad for her. But right. you know I think that where sometimes you know you're you're where you're supposed to be, um, and you've got to have the courage to you know step in and say you know this isn't going well. Um, and I think particularly for boys, you know. When she comes on, I really want her to talk about just how explicit she was, just very clear yeah. about what I expect from you. And I think they had had some experience where they had stepped up and helped. Okay. And so, but also made me think about what would you do, you know, the, the TV series. Yes. What yeah. Would what so, would you do? What would you do? I know. Um, so it kind of, you know, there are some 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 media opportunities that are kind of um, – are kind of um, kind of I guess countering um, the just close your eyes and keep yourself safe and don't get right. involved kind of mentality that right. some of our communities have um, and gone. the snitch and the snitch um, factor that's so huge Ooh. yeah yes it is and and it's again something that has always been around right but, you know now it's got these very interesting names and also with the internet and accessibility to right the world, um, we get to share the good um, and the bad, right? right. So That's true. I know. it's. Um, I would also so, like to, um, you know what, I'd like to reach out to our devoted moms before our guest comes on. Um, and I would love to hear from you guys on some future shows. We're planning, you know, some of our spring topics and what we want to do for the rest of uh, this year. And so we would love to hear from you on things that you want to hear about. I mean, Regina and I, of course, we kind of go over what what we think you'd like to hear and um, things that we even just talk about in our everyday, every other day conversation. I mean, this is really how we talk all the time, seriously. <laughs> we don't always look at each other like this. Yeah. But we, yeah, this is just how we sit around and talk about different issues and in society and our families and our personal lives, you know. So, but we would love to hear kind of what you and your best friend are sitting around talking about, you know, all the time and what kind of things would you like to hear more about whether it's something that's positive or something that's negative that needs to, you know, some light needs to be shining on it. So you can definitely hit us up on um, on Facebook at Devoted Moms, and you can just, you know, send me a private message or you can send me a message right on right on our page and just let us know what you'd like to hear about and what you would like us to talk about. You can even call in now 
um, and toward the end of the show, we can, you know, maybe speak to you for a second and, and find out what kind of things are important to you. So, again, you can call in at 347-215-6138. Again, that's 347-215-6138 or Devoted Moms on Facebook. You do such great commercials. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> and I can always tell that you're smiling when you're saying it when we're just talking on the phone or something, but... Right. It's kind of funny to be able to see you. Love the uh, red wall behind you. Very bold. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it is. It's a very bad light. I know. <laughs> I've got like sleepy yellow something behind me. So. No, yeah, it looks good. It matches with your um your sweater. You know. Your wall. I'm coordinated. You're coordinated. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do next week if you wear purple. Um, I'm gonna have to shift and move. Places. Maybe I'll be sitting outside. You know, the only interruption will be the birds chirping. Yes, I heard the birds chirping yesterday for the first time. I really recognized the birds chirping for the first time this season. It was so. It was just so. It was perfect. I know. Well, I know when the Reese's um, uh, peanut butter cups come out <laughs> that it's going to get warm really soon. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, we don't have our Oh my God, Sylvia! <laughs> Sylvia, it's so good to see you. Can we Sylvia's hear her? Got a big old smile on her face. We can't hear you though. <laughs> That's cool. You look beautiful in your blue. I know. No one told me the color. You know the dress code. Yeah, it's okay. We look great. We look great, whatever color we have on. So devoted moms out there, I know that you're listening to us go on and on, and it's probably because we're distracted because we're looking at each other. Right. <laughs> so just don't show. mind us. <laughs> I know. We'll be more, next. I guess next week probably the novelty will grow off. Yeah. Kind of like I guess people that do like a reality show in like the first probably 48 hours, they notice the camera and then eventually they just don't notice it anymore. <laughs> but I think we should always notice because then I don't want to like pick my nose or something and forget that I'm on camera. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's that's something to be mindful of. I'm kind of sitting right. on my hands and yeah. I don't know. Me too. Sylvia, I hope you can I hope she can join us. I can't hear you. I know. We can just see your pretty smile, but that's it. I know, and it looks like sunshine behind her. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Although it's beautiful here too. It's just cold. It's just so cold. Right. I don't want to go out today. Oh, gosh. And we still, oh, let me mention, too, devoted moms who are out of the country, who are out of the U.S. We would, we definitely would like to get a few of you on as guests, um, either through Google Hangout, or you can be um, online with us talking and looking at us as well, or um, on the line. But we would love to do a show on just the different, how how devoted moms live differently in different countries. You know, and specifically, too, how long you get to, you know, stay home and take off work. That was one thing that Regina and I used to talk a lot about when we first, when we had our first kids, um, because it was just this kind of reality that after six weeks or eight weeks, we had to go back to work. And it was just, it was just a really sad time for us, you know, it was a little disheartening. And so in other countries, um, you know, uh, many moms have the opportunity to stay home a lot longer to bond with their children. 
Um, and just, you know, around different subjects like breastfeeding, you know, what are your, how does, how does your country, uh, handle, you know, nursing mothers or stay at home mom versus working mothers or private school versus public, you know, all these kind of big conversations that we have here in the U.S. and sometimes a lot of judgment, um, back and forth depending on what side you're on. So I'd love to have just a lively discussion with some devoted moms that are outside of the country and and how you tackle some of these issues that we have here. So again, on our Facebook page, Devoted Moms, love to you to just kind of chat with us there and we can get you on a show, a future show. Um, so we can just talk about how you do in your country. Right, I also wanna let um, Devoted Moms know that on the 11th of April, um, we're going to have a special guest. Um, we're having a gentleman, which is cool, and I hope I don't yeah. mess up his name too badly. <laughs> Jack um, Scalafanini. Fanini. I'm sure he will. I will want to call him Jack for now. So right. anyway, Jack is um, going to join us, and uh, he's a chef or a cook. Um, enjoys the culinary delights, making them and having people enjoy them. And he um, actually has taken his, um, I guess, passion uh, to the next level where his products are in Walmart. And um, he started on YouTube, which is, you know, a Justin, like Bieber, so cool. you know, a yeah. Justin Bieber story. So, <laughs> Justin um, Bieber's the culinary world. I know. So <laughs> one of the things that he's going to talk about is, um, you know, moms being the power leaders um, in supporting roles and the influence of his own mother on his business and his passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, he's a devoted dad, and so he's going to talk about um, the role of his uh-huh. wife and helping him in his success and her influence. And so I think it's going to be really interesting because he's faith-driven, too. So he's awesome. the perfect man, but he's married. Um, oh, well, well, good for her. Good for her. Right. Good for yeah. her. It's okay. It's <laughs> all right. So, uh, but one of the things that he's going to just help share about, you know, kind of a male's perspective on the women's role and mm-hmm. um, around entrepreneurship and technology. And so we're really looking forward to so that's going to be on um, April the 11th. And I just wanted to give folks a head up um, that he's going to come on and talk with us about how he's been able to achieve what he's done. And it sounds like he could have done it without women. Right. A really good woman in his life. And so that should be interesting. And, you know, I will actually be on someone's beach that day. So I will be broadcasting live from the beach um, on (laughs) April 11th, which I am so excited about. But yeah, I will be at the beach with, on a cruise trip, going to uh, Orange City, Florida, with Kimberly. Did I tell you? Apparently not. I don't know if I told you. Uh, no. <laughs> but that's huh? okay. You, that's okay. You have other friends that you're going <laughs> to the beach with. Hmm. I do. Oh, the 11th not, of April, apparently. Friends. Yeah. Yeah, on the 11th of April. So I'm still going to do my, do the show, of course, uh, but I will be on the beach, which will be um, really cool. So I think Amelia is coming in now, Regina. Awesome. awesome. Good morning. Good morning. Amelia, are How you are there? You? I'm here. Oh, hello. Welcome thank to Devoted Moms. We're so excited that you could join us. Oh, thank you. 
I'm glad to be here. Well, awesome. I wish you could have joined us for the Hangout because Tasha and I um, are doing the Google Hangout for the first time. And we are, it's it's really different than if you're on the phone, you know, in, um, you know, not looking your best and scattered (laughs) around. Um, So we had to, we had to, we had to really tighten up for this I understand. We're really glad that you're here to talk to us about the Magic Johnson Foundation um, and also about being a devoted mom and how you're, you know, keeping all those balls in the air and what happens when one of them falls. So we're just really excited to have you. Well, thank you. I love I love the name Devoted Moms. I think I I have two little ones, two and five year olds. So. It's definitely, I, 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 but I love the name. We might have lost her. That's okay. I'm sure we'll get her back in a second. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let me tell you about my trip real quick. <laughs> Since we lost them, Julia. No, I'm here. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> so, yes, too. Going on a private set to Ocean City, Florida. And this is actually a friend of Kimberly's who um, has loaned his jet and says, you know, once a year she can use it. And so she invited a few of us out, and we're going to um, a resort in Florida on a private jet. Oh, I've never been on a private jet. I'm so happy that you can experience that, and I will support you in that. <laughs> I'm not really feeling like a genuine, organic love to your best friend. I don't know why. I don't know why. We'll have to talk about this offline. That's okay. No, I'm excited for you. You get to get away and do something fun. It's not work-related, and so I think that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm going to find me a beach. I'm going to find me something. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm actually going horseback riding. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You know, I'm excited about it. (laughs) And it's somebody else's horse that they let you borrow. Exactly. (laughs) All right, Amelia, are you back? I'm back. Can you guys hear me now? Amelia? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Okay, not back yet. So whose horse are you borrowing? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't sound as wakey as a jet, but um, no, there well, you know, I love to follow Groupon and for devoted moms if you have Groupon in your area or living social, it's a really good way to do some things that you don't typically do for um for less. And so they have a um, horseback riding offer for two. And so um, Melissa and I, my housemate, and I are going to go and uh, go on a trail ride for like a couple of hours. So, yeah, um, so that's exciting. That's about the best I I, I think I have right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but I take that back. I am going to Hartford, Connecticut. to do a presentation, and so I love the people in Connecticut, Hartford, and New Haven. If there's anyone listening, give us a shout out. Um, I've had such great experiences there. Right. Uh, so I'm going to be there at the beginning of the week, and then by the end of that same week, I'll be in Charlotte um, oh, wow. doing the conference, um, the Lonnie Mitchell conference that's around activating and supporting uh, HBCUs okay. um, to prevent HIV and um, educate around HIV and AIDS. So I'm looking forward to, you know, that bit of travel. Um, 
<clears throat> even though it doesn't sound as delightful as the beach sounds, I will, um, my spirit will be just as excited because whenever right. I'm in a room with folks doing good stuff, it's just, it's hard not to love it. That's true. So Especially it looks like, like Amelia may be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you guys hear me? There? Can you hear me? I love seeing her name. It's so pretty. It's a very beautiful name. That is a, that is a pretty name. Amelia. Uh, hello? You know, um, what was I going to say? Darn, I lost my train of thought. Wow, when you're on the phone, we never know about that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you see my face and I'm looking confused, you're like, what's going on with Tasha? <laughs> Okay, we're making this um, happen. Hey, Tasha, so um, tell me how you navigate or you negotiate with your husband um, to be able to go and do that, you know, to go and take some time out with some girls. What did that look like? What did you have to give up? (laughs) You know, I didn't have to give up anything. I think it starts with my encouragement for him to do the same. Uh-huh. And um, it, it's actually been a couple of years since he's done. He used to do one with his good friends from Tuskegee, and then he also used to do one with his brothers. And right, so, the, white, um, the white tournament. <laughs> yes, the white golf tournament, white brothers golf tournament. Our last name is White, by the way, everybody. <laughs> they are white. <laughs> right, let me just make that clarification. Our last name's White. There's three brothers, so thus the White Brothers uh, golf tournament. Yeah. <laughs> so he's done that a couple of years before. Uh-huh. He's done a trip with um, his friends from Tuskegee a couple of times. I think they went to Vegas um, one, one time to Miami. And uh, then everybody kind of started having babies, like back right. to back to back to back. Every year somebody was having babies. And so it stopped for a little while. And so we were the last to have a baby, and she's now over a year old. And so I think they're going to start it back up. I think everybody's okay. done procreating in the group. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we think. Right. So we so we say. So we like um, to believe. But that's probably really the reason why, you know, it's not you know, I don't feel any tension or unease when I come to him about me possibly doing a girl strip. Because we just support each other in that. And I think it's really healthy to try and do, you know, one trip individually, um, one trip as a couple, just the two of us, and then we definitely try to do a family trip with just us five, or even you know some extended family as well. Right. Um, and then God, you know, God's babies and best friends thrown in there. One of those trips too, or visits. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really how it's how it's possible. Um, and you know, it's interesting. I do hear some wives say, you know, my husband's not. I don't let my husband go anywhere without me. And oh, that's just not how we roll. You know, everybody's marriage mm-hmm. is different, but. Um, I think that it's. I think it's good for our marriage when we both can get away. Um, yeah. You know, and and this is also something that is, you know, I, I've never had an invitation to be on a private jet, and you know, who knows if I'm gonna get one again. So how can you know? you such an opportunity? Exactly. <laughs> well, I think too. I think what you're talking about too is that um, I can remember, you know, in my dating, you know, dating, and before I was, I got married. Um, people would say that they took separate vacations. And it's just like, I don't understand that. That just, to me, would lead to a lot of challenges. Um, But as I have gotten older and uh, more mature, and also if you talk with women who have friends that they've had for years, they understand it's it's 
it's an important connection to keep um, right. and that um, a supportive spouse, you know, gets that and isn't threatened by it. But I think that right. you're, you know, by really encouraging him to do the same, it's not biased. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, if I go with my girls, it's not a big deal. But if you go with your boys, you know, you might get into something. But that means right. something else is going on. Mm-hmm. And it has yeah. nothing to do with the vacation with time. Nope. Yeah. And if anything, the time apart actually, you know, makes it kind of cool when you come back together and appreciate. And, you know, I I know that when I've gone on vacation by myself and I'm in a relationship, you know, sometimes I kind of miss a person. Like, yeah. Gosh, I wish we could have experienced this together. Yeah. Um, But then also enjoying in a different way um, experiencing with the folks that I'm with. So, um, so I think that that's really cool. And I know devoted moms, it sounds, for some who are in the thick of having like little babies, it really is difficult, but difficult. it's not always going to be like that. Right. And so if you start to really understand that there are these cycles and there's this time um, that you do feel like you have nothing of your own, that it doesn't last forever. Um, yeah. You know, and sometimes it makes you sad that it doesn't, uh, but it doesn't. And they're, the children aren't going to need you mm-hmm. as, deeply as they probably do now if you have babies right. um, and you're still breastfeeding. Right. Uh, it it really gets to be very difficult. My first trip was away from Sims was I went to Iowa um, <laughs> in the middle of the winter to write test questions for a certification um, exam. It was also my birthday and uh-huh. she was supposed to go with, she and Brian were going to go with me, but she got sick. And so, you know, I we had to make the choice, you know. She needed to stay in her own surroundings uh, right. to get better. And so oh, it I was very so. hard. I think we may have Amelia back. Let's oh, see. Amelia, are you back with us? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. I could hear you each time I kept calling in, and it just you kept. Uh, it was awful. I'm so sorry. I was like, what's happening? Oh. But I'm here now. No problem. <laughs> That's okay. We've just been chatting away, waiting for you. to. We knew you'd show back up. All right. I heard you. I heard you. It's been great. It's been fun. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> so, let's, um, before we really get into um, your foundation, I'm so excited to hear about what's going on new with, with the foundation, but I'd love to hear just a little bit more about you and the devoted mom hat that you wear. Tell us about a little bit about your your makeup, your life, and your children. Yeah, so my um, I have two little ones, two and five, and they're um, my little girl is two. She'll actually be three in a couple of weeks. I'm in the midst of party planning, and then my son is five. His name is Kane, and you know it's 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 a juggle. It's a constant juggle. I'm very fortunate. My mother lives with us, so they've oh. got you know in house grandma, which is wonderful. And my husband's a first grade teacher. Oh, it's a blessing. No, it is. It is. You know, I mean, it's funny because other colleagues. No. (laughs) It's a blessing on Tuesdays. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But it is. It really is wonderful to have her with my travel schedule. And my husband's a first grade teacher, so he has the patience. His patience far exceeds mine. So, you know, we've got a good – I have a good team. You know, I have a good team at yeah. home. And I, I do drop off, and I do, 
you know, field trips, and I just you just work it all out. I hear you, girl. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure that's the story of a lot of our devoted moms listening right now, of of, of you know, making sure that we are there for some of those memory-making moments. And then also, you said it very well. You have a good team, and that's really what it takes, you know, or the saying, it takes a village. It does take a team that works together and supports each other, you know, to, to make sure that everything runs smoothly. So you're very blessed to have that. That's awesome. Right. Thank you. And it, although I have to share, my mother just took a job where she's going to be a companion to an older lady, so I'll lose her my whole weekend. I was like, wait, <laughs> She'll be gone from Saturday morning to Monday morning, so I may not feel this way next week. <laughs> right, right. Check back in with you next week, right? Exactly. Every next Thursday. But that's a part of rolling with the things that, you know, your the family com- dynamics constantly change. That's right. Um, and I know that being a mom for me just made me a lot more flexible. Yes. <laughs> Understanding that, you know, the control was very limited. Um, yeah. My control was more around how I reacted to it. So, exactly. So, tell us about how you manage to um, your role as. Uh, I, are you the CEO of the Magic Johnson Foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, president CEO. It's kind of one and the same. And so, what exactly do you do? Well, so the the foundation is. We just came out of our, um, we were 22 years old as an organization. And just to give you a little bit of background, we were initially born as a um, HIV grant-making organization. So when Mr. Johnson retired from the NBA, there was just this overwhelming response from the community of, you know, checks and in increments of like $5 and $10 and letters saying that we love you, we're here for you. And, you know, he turned around and gave all the money right back to the community, and the foundation was born. And we are um, a public charity, which a lot of people don't know, and that just kind of remaining true to to sort of how we were um, established. And since being, you know, we've evolved. We're not just a grant-making organization anymore. We have um, 150 students on scholarship that we're committed to for four years, sometimes five, sometimes even six for our special babies. And we have um, 18 community empowerment centers where it's all about bringing technology access and programming into underserved communities. And and that's, you know, so that's the organization. And my role within all of that, I'm really responsible for, you know, always looking three to five years out, you know, strategic direction and, and oversight. The foundation has been operated for very mom and pop, very grassroots, and we'll continue to be that way, but we're evolving our operations now, and so that's where a lot of my time is spent in fundraising and human capital and, you know, identifying the gaps and all the fun stuff, but my operation, my background is in um, nonprofit operations, so I do love that piece of it because it's critical. Um, you know, uh-huh. fundraising, there's events, I speak a lot lots of different places um but I really I love interacting with the community you know we are super hands on and that's that's just a wonderful thing to to be as an organization Wow that's awesome and so how long have you been doing it how long have you been I've, in this role I've been in this role this is my second year in this role I've been with the foundation for 5 years Oh, oh wow. wow okay so so there was room to move up 
which which is awesome. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I when I started, I started at running the scholarship program um, literally five years ago, and my, I was a new mom. My son was four months and had zero interest in you know cl- coming this far up. Um, but it really is about you know things happen when they're supposed to, and there there was an opportunity that presented itself, and you know I I chose to rise to the occasion. And knew, you know, what sacrifice that would take, but I've always been really serious. I love my career, you know, and my husband supports that, and yeah. he was very supportive of, of making the transition because it is one. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's, a, it's different in running a program versus the organization, but it's been a great, a great, it's been a great marriage. Great. Um, well, and you're setting a great example for you've got a little girl and a little boy to kind of show, you know, how do you contribute in these incredible ways. Um, yeah. My background is also in uh, social it's in social work, and I do a lot of capacity building with organizations, and it's difficult. It's yeah. difficult even when you're fully staffed, um, yeah. but you often wear so many hats. Right. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with, there's a book out now called Lean In, um, where this woman is talking about how there's not enough women in the executive suite, mm-hmm. often because they've had to give up kind of their career because they wanted family. Um, right. And this you know book kind of talks about how do you still stay in the game um, and not you know miss those opportunities, but how do you figure out how to to do both and right. how necessary it is for women to be in those e-suites because that's where a lot of decisions that affect us um, in our communities, that's where it happens. Yeah. So. It's so true. I mean, it's funny, Lean In, this is probably the fourth time I've heard of the book, so I need to go to Amazon and just make it happen. That's fine. <laughs> but so funny. I don't know. I mean, you know, the work-life balance thing, I think it's possible. I mean, I think it takes an extreme amount of commitment. And, you know, for the first time, I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, maybe I do have some, you know, my children are getting older. We finally went through the kindergarten dance that you go through in Los Angeles. But, you know, I, there are other things that I want to do and, and figuring out ways to do them. But it, it, it's a constant just check-in. I mean, I have, I'm having a girls' night tomorrow with my girlfriend, so I do those things too. But I think we as women have to let go of the guilt that comes with maybe being out of town or maybe, you know, not being able to make it to a play. And knowing, I mean, my children are so responsive to, they're just so well adjusted. You know, if mommy, no, mommy, mommy's got to go to a meeting and they ask me, how was your meeting today, mommy? Is Mr. Johnson? <laughs> yeah, isn't that so I mean, we just, I love it. I love it, and it just, you know, so it allows dialogue, and when they say, Mommy, I really want you to volunteer in my classroom today, my my son is so wonderful at saying, okay, Mom, I'd like to, other moms are showing up, and then, so I I move my morning around, and then I'm there. Right, right, right. That is awesome. Well, you know, let me ask you real quickly, um, Amelia, what is one of, what's the most important work that, that the foundation, the Magic Johnson Foundation, is involved in now? Something I'm sure that you're very proud of. What What is one of the main things going on right now that you're working on that you'd like us to know about? Yeah, you know, in the um, in the fall, we're launching a, a, a new, a brand new initiative for the organization, and we're super excited about it. It's called Project Forward, and it's really a, an, an initiative that engages high schoolers 
around, you know, just making healthy choices. You know, not so much, I think the best example to give is we're not asking you to stop drinking Coca-Cola, but we are asking you to, to, to drink less of it. And it's really about, you know, getting, restoring hopelessness. You know, there are some students, we talk about all these issues like test scores and HIV, you know, and getting tested. But there's something that you have to have sort of at your core, this this sort of grit and resilience. You know, what what is that thing when you've had, you know, that, that awful day in school? How do you pick yourself back up? And so we've developed this model, and it's based on um, the Paul Tuff book that, it, it, there's a kissing model, and, it, you know, it's, a, it's an initiative that marries knowledge and skill with motivation and effort and showing young people that you can get back up again and not just saying that but showing them how. So we're really bringing to life Mr. Johnson's um, right. sort of core values as a leader, as a community member, what he what it took for him to announce to the world that he had HIV and what it took for him to navigate all that came with that. You know, I mean, he couldn't even, his places where he went to get his facial, um, he, he they just told him, no thanks. You know, so that, even wow. for, for his personhood, and he's extremely resilient, but so it, it's a really cool um, initiative that we're very, very proud of. And so right now, you know, we're just building partnerships, and folks will have an opportunity to plug in locally, you know, if there's a solution in their community that they want to sort of bring to light, will financially support that local solution. So it's really about na- having this conversation um, at the national level that kids need game plans, you know, and, and right. it's not enough to say that, but how do, how do, they, how do they create one? Right. Wow. Um, is there a way that you can, um, or a website that you want to give our Devoted Mom listeners um, so that they can kind of stay in touch and follow and maybe even support the foundation. Yeah, you know, our um, our website is magicjohnson.org, and we are launching a new site in about two weeks. So you, you'll be able to go there and still follow us and, you know, tweet, and we're on Instagram, and we do all those great things. Um, but I would, you know, really encourage folks to stay connected to 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 the organization to this initiative in particular because there will be lots of ways to um to support whether it be time, you know, in kind, whatever. Monetary is always wonderful, but you know, it's 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 about um supporting in you know in mass forms. Right. We had a guest a couple of weeks ago who was a visionary for um for uh red pump. The Red Pump Project. Uh, the Red Pump Project. And we understand that the foundation um, also took part in celebrating uh, the women and ch- uh, girls um, AIDS Awareness Day. Yeah, absolutely. What does that look like for the foundation? Yeah, we, you know, we, uh, this the foundation this year, really our HIV strategy is about having the conversation. You know, the epidemic is rampant. I mean, it really is, and a lot of people... It's just not top of mind anymore, and so what we've been, what we did on um, National Women and Girls HIV Day, we we hosted a private conversation, and you know it was called from from girlhood to womanhood, and we had about twenty five folks here. Um, there were more women, but a couple of men. We have to have you know that that support, and these were all women who were infected as babies, and you know they're surviving, they're thriving. And they're they're creating an eighth regeneration. So we we had them here, and it was such yes. a 
special day for for the foundation, for myself personally, because it's a sisterhood. And, you know, we always refer to each other, women refer to women as sisters, and they did too, and there was a poem that was shared, and, you know, where they want to be moms, and they don't want their children to have HIV. And, you know, what does that look like, and how do they empower each other? So we were really listening and learning from them to see how we as an organization can do more to support this this population because it is small. It's a small group of um, individuals. So it was it was that that was how we we took place. Um, you know, when it was about sharing knowledge and and taking action. Wow. Okay. That's wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you guys were able to celebrate that. Have you heard of the Red Pump Pro- Project by chance? We have. We have. I, I, I feel like we've um, supported them in the past as well because I know that they were, you know, major in just the the day and they had a lot of uh, movement around it. Right. Right. Um, well, I think, I think one of the other questions is that the um, it, it's so great. I did – Katasha and I both did HIV and AIDS prevention work um, in Alabama. And, you know, if you get a chance or if you remember, please tell Mr. Johnson that um, we were doing it during a time when he revealed. And there were young people who were understanding or wanting to understand it better because this figure that they knew and admired was admitting something that, you know, they just didn't think would apply to them. And so in the small towns of rural Alabama, he was making a huge impact with um, how present and how um, honest he was being about his diagnosis. And I don't know if he has any idea, but we can both tell you um, that it was a part of our experience and um, something that allowed for us to a platform for us to discuss with young people on one being compassionate, um, also on young people that were high risk or in high risk behaviors, um, how to be careful. Yeah. So um, that's you know that's you know how deep it it was about twenty years ago. Yeah, no, it, you're right, and you know I'm I'm happy to hear that you guys have you know an interest in it because it takes platforms like these to continue to to keep the conversation alive. I'll definitely share that you know you guys were a part of the, the beginning because a lot of people were, and you know we we like to lift that that up because it's it's so important. Right. Um, what is the role of Mrs. Johnson in your foundation? Cookie, Cookie's wonderful. Cookie really is, you know, I don't know if you guys watched or have seen the um, ESPN documentary called The Announcement, and but that was, you know, the first time that sort of Cookie really, she's always been sharing her story, and, and she does a lot of work through the foundation on her own where she talks about the importance of, women's health and empowerment, and since the announcement, she's really taken an even more active role, if you can, I mean, on top of her gene business and everything else, but it really is about educating young women in particular, and that's really her sweet spot. You know, it's about the women, and it's, it's about how we can mobilize and motivate and empower each other to protect ourselves. So her, you know, her story is she is the one that said, you know, it's time to get off the couch, you know, enough moping around. You know, she is right. the one that said, I'm not leaving your side because you 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 made a mistake. You know, and and she was out, she was a part of the conversation as well. 
um, as was their their little girl Elisa, and it was it was powerful. I mean, she shared things that I didn't even know, and you know, you I go out with her enough to where you think you know someone's story, and then you're like, wow, there's something else. So she wow. she she's very involved. She serves on the board. She has her own business. She's a devoted mom. You know, actually, she's yeah. going to go through all this stuff because Elisa's going to college in the fall, so she'll have nobody in the house, and she's like, what? <laughs> Empty nesters coming up. That's right. Um, Amelia, do you guys have a staff at the foundation just dedicated solely to HIV and AIDS? We do. We have um one. We we have a staff. There's seven and seven of us in total. And Shane actually oversees all of our um HIV work. And we have you know partners in that regard. But staff wise, um, it is Shane. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you all were considered now more like a community foundation. How is that different? Um, or you know, for a devoted mom to. Um, when you say foundation, they really don't really understand what that organization means. What mm-hmm. is it? Like you're a community foundation now. Well, we we've always been one. A lot of people assume that we're private because of you know more traditional models. They assume because we have a for-profit side, we're, we're like you know how Verizon has their profit side and there's Verizon Foundation, so they think we're either modeled in that way or we're just Mr. Johnson's charitable machine. And we are we um, we are operating foundation is the exact term which means we both give out grants but we operate our own programs. And what what is different about our foundation is that we're not just for the community but of the community. Meaning we'll go out and give a grant to our testing partners, but we'll be right with there with them testing. Oh okay. Oh, okay. So that gives a little bit more explanation. That makes sense. Well, and that also means that you um, also get your your physical your fiscal um, support or your monetary support from other folks than just Mr. Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. Yep. We raise money from foundations, corp- other foundations, larger ones. Um, we just recently received um, a great grant from Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We've got individual donors, corporate partners. Um, and and the like. So we we definitely fundraise in that capacity, and then we give out through our scholarship fund, which is you know again I mentioned 150 students, and then we give five to ten organizations um, in the HIV space funding. And then we also have a big day every November 7th to honor the day that Mr. Johnson retired from the NBA, and we give a number of um, small grants to community organizations to to activate around pointing their community forward. Oh, great. Okay. Are you able to bring other um, colleagues or former colleagues of um, uh, Mr. Johnson into um, the philanthropy as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of them are our partners. And um, we have, you know, on our 20th anniversary, which is two years ago now, we, we launched a campaign called the 40 Campaign. And we raised a million dollars in three weeks, and 40 people stood up in the name of, you know, the foundation, in the name wow. of just being close to Mr. Johnson, and wrote that number again for me because I think I heard something wrong. <laughs> right, a million dollars in three weeks, 40 people at 25,000. Oh wow. my goodness! Amazing! Yeah, so it's amazing. It oh, was it was powerful. God. I mean, it really was. So they all came out. I mean, that's when you had the Pat Rileys and the Michael Jordans and you know, really sort of just support the 20, 20 years for the foundation 
and I mean it was it was it was wonderful. So they they are involved as well, and um, you know, just it just depends on on what thing, but they've all supported in some way. Wow, wow. that's incredible. Yeah, well, that was great. So a great month. Your reach. Um, are you just more local in the Los Angeles area, or are you really reaching out across the United States and even globally? Yeah, we're a national organization. We um we it HIV is a global conversation. We like to say that it, it's one. So we are doing some work to explore, you know, how we can really put do some some grant making and start to invest um outside of the US, but currently our our work remains um in, in the United States and we have our community empowerment centers actually have physical presence in um, 15 markets, so everywhere from Miami to New York to the rural South, there's two in South Carolina, and um, our scholarship recipients come from all over, and we're national, and our original footprint really mirrored our for our for-profit model, so if you recall the, the Magic Johnson movie theaters and Starbucks yep. and some of the original things that um, he had in his portfolio, which are now not in existence, but initially it was very much, okay, if we have a business here, we have a community presence here. And that was how we developed our national footprint. Well, the theaters that he had in the area in Maryland, they're still Magic Johnson theaters. (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple of, I know, right, New York as well. (laughs) There's a couple of them that have kept the branding. But formally, we just don't have um, the the partnership. I think AMC ended up selling, and it was just a business decision. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. the community still says, you mean a Magic Johnson Theater? (laughs) No, even the one here that has no branding, people are still calling it the Magic Johnson Theater. Yeah, (laughs) exactly, exactly. I I love it. Well, what are some of your um, more frequent partners, um, especially like how devoted moms out there can maybe even support other companies that are big supporters and partners of yours? We, you know, our on, on the corporate side, a large um, partner of ours is FedEx. They are they're wonderful. I mean, they have been a part. Um, they really are passionate about our scholarship program. But one of the the things we do, a a part of our program, is that we fly our scholars to Los Angeles. And they're here for a week every summer, and it really is about making sure that the things they aren't learning in the classroom that we're providing them with. And FedEx, their their team comes out for it. There's a brunch that we do called the FedEx um, Awards Brunch. So, I mean, if, in, in the world of partners, I love them. You know, they, I mean, they really do walk the talk. That's um, good. Yeah, they're they're great. I mean, we have other partners whom we, we love as much, <laughs> but right. when you when you look at the, the physical presidents and FedEx is, is physically there, it's not just a check. It's, it's a true investment. There is, you know, we, we have other partners. We have our foundation partners. I mentioned... You know, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, California Community Foundation. So these are all great organizations that are investing in the Magic Johnson Foundation's work that, you know, I also encourage devoted moms to take a look at. And, I mean, the the Gates Foundation is so close to eradicating polio. Like, how amazing is that? You know, and and to be able to, to mind share with them and hear about their successes and their wins and, 
you know, in the philanthropic space, Annenberg, I mean, it just goes across the board, Liberty Hill Foundation, there's so many partners that are um, all doing wonderful things. That's good. That's encouraging. How would um, students who, excuse me, families Mm -hmm. or students um, who are interested in maybe applying for scholarships, would they just go to the foundation's website or... Yeah, it's on our site. We actually just concluded this year's student selection, so we're in the middle of interviews, which are always fun. And um, yeah. But for next fall, the, the application will go back up in October. So that that you want to keep your you know keep your eyes open for that because it really is a wonderful program. I mean, it's really our program is extremely high touch. I mean, our, our scholarship director, his spreadsheets, he can tell you everything about that scholar, and that's what it takes to get them through school. And, you know, they call. We're often their first point of contact. And so the, the level of support and access and is is critical. And Mr. Johnson spends time with them, and this year we're all going to a Dodger game. And, I mean, it's a really, really cool stuff. Oh. So it's a great program. Like every, so hands-on. Yeah, he's pretty hands-on. I mean, this year his mandate is, okay, they have to have fun, too. You're like, yeah, okay, but they're not on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Mandate. (laughs) Right, what kind of mandate is that? (laughs) I love it. Amelia, I just uh, wanted to thank you for being on our show today. Gail Celia has actually also been listening, and from the bottom of her heart, thanks you. She thinks you're an amazing woman and mother. And oh, thank I you, Patrick and Shane, for, you know, just the commitment that you've made. I mean, we here at Devoted Moms, we completely and totally are um, grateful for you taking the time out. We know you're very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for taking the time out to come on our broadcast today. Uh, no, I have, it was a great conversation, and, you know, I'm I'm happy to have been able to make the time. It was well worth it. Amelia, maybe we can... Maybe we can connect with you when you do the big launch um, in the fall for your new program. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that's a good idea. Great, great. great. Well, thank you so very much, and God bless you and the work you do. Thank Um, you, and hugs to Gail and to both of you. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Welcome, Moms. We had an extra few minutes today. Um, I'm glad that we were able to do that so we could hear more from our guests. Um, Amelia with the Magic Johnson Foundation. Um, probably if you just Google, you could go to their website and really check them out. And perhaps there's a level of support that you are able to give, or maybe even there's a um, some sort of resource that you can gather from that site. And so we want to really thank her for just taking out the time. And Tasha, as always, I love seeing you now. Um, I know. Talking with you. So what a gift that we got earlier that we didn't have to, you know, rush into um, into something. We really do hope that this show is very organic and feels right. like we're having coffee, um, a coffee break with Tasha and I. And so we will see you on next uh, Thursday, same time, same place, and maybe some will join us on Google uh, on the Google Hangout so that we can see some of your beautiful faces. Yeah, that would be awesome. And you can also check out Devoted Moms on the Sylvia Global Media Network on YouTube. So just go to YouTube and look up Sylvia Global Media or even sylviaglobal.com, and you can always hear some past shows as well. Right. Okay. All right, darling. I guess we'll see you on the side.